Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. We got a sermon I believe you're going to enjoy. You ever wondered who's the sister of love? Hmm, that's something to consider, isn't it? I want to talk about courtesy, the sister of love. Don't you appreciate people who are courteous? You know, when you and I are courteous, we're just being like Jesus. Jesus was a very courteous person. And when people got in his face, he, he didn't play games with that kind of stuff. But when he was with people, he was very courteous. So I want you to call a friend. Tell them to turn the television on because the world don't, they don't, don't know nothing about courtesy anymore. They just don't say anything, do anything, anywhere, anyhow. This will help you and minister greatly to you. Courtesy, the sister of love. Watch this. Be blessed. Turn with me today. We're going to start off with the book of Colossians chapter 4. The book of Colossians chapter 4. I'm going to start reading with verse 5 and then, read, then I'm going to go to 1 Peter chapter 3. You know, I've noticed something as you're turning there. I'll give you a little uh, update. I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year. Of course, I have it every day. But I have a, a thing that I do every Christmas Eve. I go to the mall on Christmas Eve. I like just being a blessing. I bless people I don't even know. It's one of my giving days. Now, some people don't do that. I, don't, and I bless my family and my friends. But there's some people I just walk up and say, hey, just thought I'd bless you. Merry Christmas. And they said something. They said, you know, I've watched you. You're a very courteous man. I said, I am? Never thought of it like that. I try to be, you know. My mama always told us, you know, she tried to, uh, gave us a, a manners, you see, and things of that nature. And, and when that, they said that that went off in my mind. Courteous. You, have, you know, there's some people say, well, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm just very blunt. How many people have you hurt? Right. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. It's okay to be blunt. That's not the issue. But, I mean, you can do it in a courteous way. Right. You know, but some people say, well, I just where I am, bless God. Well, that's good. How many people have you hurt? How much trail of uh, desolation that's behind you because you were blunt? Making people think you're something. Well, you know, let me tell you something. It takes, you can be strong and yet courteous. I want to talk about that today, that today. Courtesy, the sister of love. Sound like a song, huh? Courtesy, the sister of love. I want to talk about that because the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. You've heard me say that many, many times. And in Colossians, Paul writing to the church of Colossae, he says in verse, chapter four, verse five, walk in wisdom toward them that are without. That means people that may not know the Lord. Redeeming the time, which means you can redeem time. Verse 6 is where I want to get to. He says, let your speech be always with grace. What does that mean? God's unmerited favor, which is really a very slim definition of grace because it's so big. Seasoned with salt. In other words, you ought to taste good. You ought to be a little pungent. Salt will do that seasoned with salt that you may know, not believe, but that ye may know how you ought to answer every man. I'm going to read verse 5 again. I'm going to read verse 6 again. Walk in wisdom. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Toward them that are without. Redeeming the time. See, that's what wisdom does. Let your speech be always with grace seasoned with salt 
that ye may know how you ought to answer every man. There were three great apostles in this Bible that did a lot of teaching. John, Peter, and Paul. There were a lot of other ones, but of those three, not only were great apostles, you know, they were travelers like I am, but they taught, they preached, they prayed constantly. They did things that were amazing, and their legacy is still strong today. Now, would you go with me to 1 Peter? That's right before 2 Peter. Go back, you know, toward the end of the Bible. 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3. I want to start reading with verse, oh, let's see, man, I could read so much here. Uh, I'm going to just read verse 8. Finally, be ye all of one mind. What mind? What is he talking about there? The mind of Christ. Not your mind. Right. Having compassion. Everybody say compassion. compassion. So notice, you notice how it goes with Colossians. I know how to answer somebody. You answer with compassion, courtesy. One of another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. That's not a bad word. We have a different definition. That means being humble. Be courteous. Not rendering evil for evil. Or railing for railing, but are contrarywise blessing, knowing that you are thereunto called that you should inherit a blessing. How many of y'all want to inherit a blessing? Well, there's five little things going on there that, 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 that God is talking about. And, and, and when you understand compassion and love and, and humbleness and courteous and one mind, I could preach five different things right there. But I want to pull that word courtesy out. In fact, Kathy, do you, uh, can I have your, uh, I want to read that in the Amplified, the uh, uh, First Peter 3. Okay. I want to read it in the Amplified. Kathy has a, one of them uh, iPads, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I don't have one. I don't have a phone. That's why I'm happy. I am free. <laughs> Y'all can keep these things. <laughs> okay, where is it at, Kathy? Is it? <laughs> I don't know how to read it. First, okay, thank you, thank you. This is the Amplified Translation, right? Finally, all of you should be of one and the same mind, united in spirit. Why do churches split? They're not in one mind and one accord. They're not united in spirit. Sympathizing with one another. Loving each other. As what? As brethren of one household. What, what is that household? The household of faith. Right. Compassionate. That's what that pitiful means. We think pitiful, not like, oh, that's pitiful. No. Compassionate and courteous, tenderhearted and humble. Oh, it's also on the screen. Compassionate and courteous, tenderhearted and humble. Courtesy. The sister of love. My mother always told us, you are going to have some manners. You understand? I will beat you till you do. <laughs> you know, we never got spankings. We got whoopings. Anybody ever got whoopings? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they never did say spank. Spanking must have been for rich people. We're going to spank you. you know, poor people, we're going to whip you, boy. <laughs> whoopings. How many of y'all ever been hit by a switch? I still hate switches there. I'll go by a switch tree. I curse it in the name of Jesus. 
You bear the marks of the switch. You got to watch that thing. Peter was saying that. And you know, Peter wasn't very courteous. Notice how God changed him. You ought to be changing every day, every week, every constant, because you're growing to the fullness of the statue of Christ. You see, in every area. Paul sometimes was very courteous, and yet he could be very hard. Nothing wrong with being hard, but it must be done in a courteous way. I never forget one time, many, many years ago, I was in Monroe, Louisiana, and I was in a grocery store to buy some uh, shaving stuff. And when I got to the counter, this lady, I mean, was in a bad mood. Now, I'd never seen her before in my life. I didn't know her. And she said, put your things on a, on, on a thing straight. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I didn't know. I put it crooked. <laughs> Hurry up, I got, you got people behind you. So I, I straightened out. Then I stopped. I said, you know, I think we need to start over. Hello. Look like you're not having a good day. I don't know you and you don't know me. But see, you're trying to put something in my mind to me, for me to hate you. And I'm not. So I'm just going to pray for you. Jesus, just touch it. People went. <laughs> I had to just start over. She, she looked at me. She went, yeah, I'm having a bad day. She said, I'm struggling to pay stuff. And I said, well, how much you need? And she did. She told me. I said, well, I can take care of that. Oh, no. I said, no, that's the wrong word. You should have said, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And then several people behind me said, if you want to do it again, we're back here. <laughs> How many times I paid for people's groceries I didn't even know? I'm bragging on that. That's a courteous thing to do. Now, I could have said, what's the matter with you, woman? You want to dance with me? Did she deserve it? Yeah. Yeah. But you don't render evil for evil. Railing for railing. So write this down. Courtesy is the flavor of our personality which we add to our conversation. Isn't that a good point? Courtesy is the flavor of our personality which we add to our conversation. In other words, when we're talking, we give you flavor of our personality, which is courtesy. Say, I love that point. Courtesy is the flavor of our personality, which we add to our conversation. So we taught Jody to be courteous. We teach Meredith, our granddaughter, to be courteous. And I tell you what, I, my mother used to tell me, and I, until today, you don't eat nothing in front of somebody without offering them something. Do you understand that? I said, yes, and I'm still like that till today. I won't eat nothing. And I taught Jody that. Now, you've heard this story before, but I, I, it's one of the finest stories that ever happened in our life. It's a true story. You know, remember when you could send your kid to the park and not get arrested? And then they wouldn't have to worry about somebody stealing them or sexually molesting them. You know, they went to the park. You'd be back before dark, boy. Or they rode their bicycle. How many? All over the neighborhood if they had one. I only had one bike in my life and it was used. But I got glad I had one. In other words, we could just go if there was a park. You can't do that today because they got such craziness. 
Well, Jody, there was a park maybe we lived on. This is the name of this street, 104 Hellier Street. <laughs> we were the first one on the street. So we probably had more hell than anybody else, I guess. I don't know. 104 Hellier Street. And about a block, and you could see it, was the park. And the kids would just run down there and just play all day. So Kathy would come out and go, Jolie! Or I would go out, Jolie! You could hear parents going, Fred! Time to come home, boy! How many of y'all, you heard your mama say that? You know, it was a wonderful time, wasn't it? You not have to worry about it. And they come back smelling like little wet dogs. If I do sweat like a smell like a dog, mama said, you smell like a dog. I said, the dog likes it. Well, I was in the back and we, had, we were in a, a, a 910 foot square, well, a 910 square foot house. The bathroom was so small, you could sit on a toilet and wash your hands in the lavatory. I swear to God, I'm not exaggerating. That's how little it was. But we, we were fine. And I was a very wealthy man, gave all my money away and bought that. Because I thought you had to be poor. You know, that's why I was afraid. You know, you're a Christian, you got to be poor. But, you know, we were happy. So watch this. I hear, you've heard me, you've heard, I love this story, I like to tell it. Ding, 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 the milkman, got to watch that milkman. Yeah, we did watch him. <laughs> the milkman said, oh, no, said, leave it at the road. I'll pick it up. <laughs> I said, Kathy must have stopped the, uh, the ice cream man for some ice cream. And all of a sudden, here Kathy go, Jesse, the ice cream man. We never knew his name. It's called the ice cream man. Ice cream man wants to talk to you. And I, so I, I walk, I said, Hello. And I thought Kathy had bought some ice cream. Something. I used to like them sidewalk Sundays on a stick. Anybody ever see them? Or them kind of, uh, I, you can tell, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> Those kind of, with the pecans on top of it, with the, jeez. Uh, <laughs> and it only cost 20 cents. He said, are you Jesse the Planters? I said, yes, I am. He said, do you have a daughter named Jody? And I looked at him, I said, yes, I do. She's five. He said, you owe me $47 and change. I said, $47 and change? Now, this is when ice cream is 20 cents, 25 cents. You understand what I'm saying? I said, 47 He said, yeah. I said, oh, how do I owe you 47 And how do you know? The? She said, oh, she's at the park. I said, yeah. She said, she bought everyone in the park an ice cream. You know how many kids was in that park? Every one of them. And she told me, go down that road to that yellow house and talk to my daddy and he will pay for it. True story. So, and he did this. So I took my money and I paid the man. Am I right, guy? I paid the man. We were just kind of shocked. And I thought, so after he drives off, ding, 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 ding. I wasn't singing too much, you know, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I was thinking, ding, dong. <laughs> you know, I walk out there and I'm like, Jody! And I saw, I went. <laughs> now she looked look about that big. She pretty, here she come with that bicycle. And all her friends, I don't know how many friends they had. They all had little bicycles or whatever. Come walking in there, man. And they lick an ice cream. <laughs> and when they came up, they went, thank you, Mr. Jesse. 
thank you, mister. I said, y'all like your ice cream? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I said, oh, that's right. Jody, daddy need to talk to him. <laughs> True story. Yep. You know, yeah, I love telling this story. I go and I said, Jody, what are you doing? She said, we have a problem. Five years old. You ever heard of a child say that? Jody was always around adults. You know, we didn't, you know, cause we traveled all our little life. You know, I said, uh, we have a problem. I said, yeah, we got a problem. I said, the ice cream man stopped and I had to pay him $47. And some, she said, yeah. I said, why did you buy everybody in, in the whole park an ice cream? She said, well, you said don't eat nothing in front of anybody unless you offer them something. Did you say that, daddy? I said, yes, I said that. She said, did you pay the man? I said, yes, I did. She, then she said, then we don't have a problem. And then True story. What was she doing? Being courteous. You know, I love this message because being courteous is so important, especially now in these times. I'm telling you, it's time to be courteous. I'm so glad my mama taught me some good manners. Boy, she told me, you're going to say yes, sir. You're going to say no, sir. You're going to say yes, ma'am. You can say no, ma'am. Let me tell you something. An untrained child grows up to be an ill-mannered adult. You know that. That's true. And mama said, you are going to be courteous and polite to anyone, anywhere, at any time. Like I said in the message, courtesy makes us flavorful. Isn't that a blessing? I like that statement. Courtesy is the flavor of our personality which we add to our conversation. Now, you know, Colossians 4, 6 says, let your speech be always with grace. Now think about that. That's because you see, grace is courtesy. Grace is saying, listen, I forgive you. I love you. I don't care what you do. I just like you. Oh, I just love you. It's such a blessing to be courteous. And I've seen some very ill-mannered people and it makes people around them ill-mannered. Think about that for a minute. I want to share a prayer request that a lady named Susan sent to me. Now, this is a good prayer request. She said, Brother Jesse, I've been battling panic, panic attacks all my life, and they are worse than ever. I watch you and see your joy and want it badly in my life. Please pray for me. Well, let me tell you something, Susan. Panic attacks are over today. The Bible said if two of us agree, well, you one and I'm two and God's three, we can get this thing done. Panic is just a fear tactic sent to you by Satan just trying to disturb your life. And maybe some of you are suffering the same thing that Susan suffered. So I want you to believe God with me today because I don't have any panic attacks. I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. Why? Because I have the joy of the Lord. That's one of the fruits of the spirit. Then I have emotional happiness. Now that's, that's just it. You put them two together and you got me. Praise God. What a blessing of the Lord it is. Let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke panic attacks that are in Susan's life and anyone else that's watching today. Satan, I get great pleasure in telling you, get under these people's feet. We bind you. We don't ask. We command you by using the power of eternity of the name of Jesus. And we speak right now, Lord, power into their lives. That panic will not be a part of them whatever Anytime, no more, forever. Lord, I decree and declare it today in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Now, the reason why I prayed pretty hard, because the Lord said, ask anything in my name and I will do it. That's St. John 14, verses 12, 13, and 14. He said, ask anything. 
Well, my God, you shouldn't be having no panic attacks. And you're not going to have them anymore. We're just going to believe God. Let me pray one little quick prayer. Father, take a portion of my joy and put it on Susan right now and put it on everyone that's having that problem. I ask you to do that. I'm looking right in that camera, Lord, and I believe they're looking right in my eyes. I ask you to do that and let them have peace that passes all understanding in life today. In Jesus' name. I just had to throw that extra prayer in there. Hallelujah. Because I tell you what, I enjoy being saved. I enjoy being alive. It's just a blessing of God. That doesn't mean trouble don't come. But it didn't make any difference what the devil does. It made all the difference what Jesus did. And I accept what Jesus did. Kathy's coming right now with some great glorious moments. And they will bless you. Kathy, take it away. Bless the Lord. Bless me and bless the people. Hello, today on Glorious Moments, I want to share three great testimonies. This first one is from Virginia. Thank you so much for sharing the love of God with us. My husband and I have grown closer to God by watching, listening, and studying the Word with you. Most of all, we want to thank you for your encouragement to believe God's Word and for providing fertile and fruitful soil for our giving. In February 2021, we closed on our new construction home worth over $1 million on over five acres in Northern Virginia. This was inconceivable in the natural, but with God, all things are possible. We are so grateful for you and your ministry. That's amazing. Now, the second testimony is from North Carolina. It says, I thank you for, thank God for y'all so much. I'd been facing some things in my body, and toward the end of 2020, I went to the hospital three nights within one week. I was spiritually and physically tired. My wife was getting wore out from worrying about me. The symptoms broke as I was watching Jesse preach at a believer's convention. I was feeling bad, and the Lord said, Take your authority, and I felt the Holy Ghost behind me. Now I am walking in healing. Thank you for helping me. Glory to God. Now this third testimony came from Indiana. I've been watching your show for many years and became a partner in 2019. God has blessed me and my family in so many ways. When I was unexpectedly laid off, another job became available. I know that was God. Thank you and Kathy for showing me how to pray and get closer to God. Thank you for uplifting my life. You know, Jess and I are so thankful for every life that's been uplifted through our ministry. First Chronicles 29 and 13 in the NLT says, Oh, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. We hope you will send us your testimony and give praise to his glorious name with us today. God bless you, and thanks for watching. Are you ready to experience the Christmas story like never before? In his book, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, Jesse Duplantis delivers an insightful, fresh look at the manger and beyond. You'll be inspired to have a higher life of faith as he explores the mysterious ways God moves. Get ready to elevate your character with the characters of Christmas. The most wonderful time of the year. Uncommon lessons from the Christmas story. Order your copy at JDM.org today. Ladies and gentlemen, this month we're featuring my book, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. It is a great book. I mean that sincerely. I share my personal insights on some of the most unusual elements of the Christmas story that I know you are going to be blessed. It makes a wonderful Christmas gift too. To order your copy, simply go to jdm.org. It will bless you. I'm telling you, I love this book. It's one of my favorite, praise God. I enjoy it. I smiled all the way through it while I was writing it. It was just such a blessing of the Lord. Partners, I can't 
thank you enough for what you do for this ministry. We've been preaching 45 years and never have had a financial deficit. I'm going to say it again. You know why? Because I trust you and you trust me and we both trust God. Let me tell you something about trust. It'll put a smile on your face. I mean, it will do it every time, not sometimes. It'll put that smile all over your face. And it's a blessing of the Lord. So partners, I can't thank you enough for what you do. Nothing too small and nothing too big. You know, I, I made up my mind years ago that I asked the Lord for every dollar given to this ministry to give me a soul into the kingdom. Well, he's doing that. And I tell you, we are reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. So I ask you to do your best. Send a special partnership gift this, this month. Why not? It's Christmas time so we can be a blessing to others. Also for your December partnership, we're offering my new message. Listen to this, the messenger and the message. Find out how God has made you an ambassador of the greatest message, Jesus Christ. How do I get it? Go to JDM.org for all the ordering information. Also, man, we're all over social media. Hey, have you subscribed to our YouTube channel? There are lots of great ministry there, as well as our Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms. We got, we're just on all that stuff. You can connect to all of them right there on our website, jdm.org. It will bless you. You need to get this. I'm telling you, the most wonderful time of the year, the most unusual things about the Christmas story. And I tell you, people that have it said, I read that thing during the year. Why? Because there's so much revelation in it. Go to JDM.org, get that. And thank you once again, partners, for helping me. I mean that sincerely. Me and Kathy don't ask you to do something we don't do. We are partners of this ministry also. And brother, we believe God and we believe for the hundredfold for you every day. You'll never be a day without prayer. Never. Why? Because of what you do for God's kingdom. Your faithful financial support. My God, what a blessing. I said it earlier, I'm going to say it again. 45 years preaching and never having a financial deficit. Why? Because we trust each other. It's such a blessing. So thank you, partners. Now, don't miss next week. We got part two coming of the wonderful message, courtesy, the sister of love. Thank you for watching today. And thank you, partners, for being so kind to us. See you next week. Do you see yourself as a daughter of a king? Not just a king, but the king. If you could see yourself exactly how he does, would you see your life differently? You, my sister, are the king's daughter, and you were born for such a time as this. Kathy Duplantis' glorious A Conference for Women, March 25th and March 26th. Admission is free. Register online at jdm.org. Be filled with the presence of God as you watch Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages of faith. Receive free instant access to these powerful teachings today by downloading the JDM app. You will be able to stream hundreds of sermons on your smart TV, your web browser, and any mobile device. You will also have access to our weekly TV show and much more. Download the JDM app today. Available on Google Play, the Apple Store, Roku TV, and more. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing.
The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I never learned to doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. Courtesy shows itself best in the small delicacies of speech. Why? It indicates good breeding in a person. In other words, your mom or your daddy taught you how to be mannerly, social graces.